Welcome to Nana Tings. Hey, hey, good afternoon. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to have more coffee before I go to a gig. But、um, yeah, I want to make an episode today about my year in LA, March 8th. Uh, 2023 marked a year that I decided to pack my shit up in New York and move here last minute. And honestly, it's been quite the roller coaster.、Um, a lot of highs and lows, which is great. But, you know, before I get into it, grab your joint, grab your blunt, and enjoy the ride. Hey everyone, I just want to say I have three books out right now and I appreciate the support from all of you, from everyone that got my first book, Folly Angel Rise in Phoenix, to my second, Romance in a Modern World, and my current third, Baby, Antonio's Return. Check it out at Barnes and Noble and also Amazon. You can easily just search my name, Antonio Laranzo, L I R A N Z O, and go get a copy, review it, love it, share it, and all the teens, okay? Ah.、Uh. As I'm sipping coffee at 4 47 p.m. on this beautiful, I don't even know what it is, Wednesday or Tuesday. Is it Wednesday? Yeah, my brain has been so fried, y'all. And then on top of that, my cats are at an age where they, I, I, I guess, like they're about to hit a year in July, but they're starting to fuck shit up. You know what I mean? Like, my cats, like, we're a typical cats, right? Like, kittens, like, you know, throwing the ball, doing this and that. And now they're like at a point where they're laying on my laptop at my desk. They're taking my like crystals and stones and like biting them and throwing them. And like, honestly, as we speak right now, Banks is under the couch like fighting I don't know what. And Sasha's underneath my table like fucking shit up. I also found like six of their toys under my TV stand. And then I saw a ring of mine that they've been hiding the whole time. And I'm like, y'all are just little monsters, little shits. But they're my little shits and I love them. But. Whew, do I have a lot for y'all?、Um, so, yeah, so March 8th, 2022, I, I randomly woke up like two weeks prior to that and was like, I'm done with New York, I need a break. And I bought a one way ticket to LA, not really knowing anyone、um, and all that, and got an Airbnb in Melrose Hill slash Oakwood, just like this like, pretty much little five you know, block radius neighborhood near Hollywood and Koreatown.、Um, Five weeks in there, I was like, you know what?、Um, LA is similar to New York. Like, the hustle of finding an apartment can be really fast. And I will say, LA is a little bit better and worse at the same time. It's better to get an, it's easier to get an apartment here without the 40 times rent. Because, like, in New York, even my friends that make decent money, like, they still need to get rent to where it's like fucked. And that's why some people have roommates because, like, overpricing, you know, the deal of New York.、Um, But in LA, honestly, it's easier to get an apartment. It's only, I think it's three times the rent, which is not obviously bad compared to 40 times.、Um, and it's not as crazy as you know, background checks and stuff like that. Like, there's still a background check, but it's like New York, I just feel like it was so fucking intense. Every time I got an apartment in New York, I was sending like paperwork, paperwork, documentation, guarantor, blah, blah, blah. Here, I was like able to find an apartment, apply, send my income, credit score, you know, no criminal check, and bam, that's it. But yeah,、um, so I was able to find a place within five weeks. And so let me take a sip of this coffee. Girl, I need energy for later. I'm telling you, I'm getting so old, it's bad. <laughs> Anyways,、um, so yeah, I moved here. And let me tell you, my anxiety was so fucking high. Like, I remember like, hitting people up on Twitter and like, even downloading Grindr and like, just trying to make friends. and... 
I, I, the feeling that I had on the inside was like this kind of like shaking of like, I need to go out. I need to do this. I need to prove myself. I just moved here. Da da da. You know. And um, I will say, the first two weeks I was spending way too much money. Um, I was going out on WeHo a lot, getting really drunk. Um, you know, flirting with guys, trying to figure out my placement in LA. And then something clicked like after Pride, like summer of 2022 when I was out here being like, okay, it looks like you're running away from yourself. Maybe there's a switch that we need to do in therapy because, you know, we've been getting a handle on your anxiety with like talks, meditation, all that journaling. Maybe there's inner child trauma of like, you know, and codependency with feeling alone. So with that, I gave myself a challenge because I finally, speaking about New York pricing and all that, I, first of all, I have a studio, 450 square foot studio, and like for well priced. And let me tell you, I was paying like $1,200 in bedside with three roommates and one bathroom and in a shoebox in Brooklyn. And it's like, to be here in Hollywood, it just blows my mind how you get space out here for like the money that you pay, you know? Speaking of my cat's jumping everywhere. Hi, Momo. But um, yeah, so that alone, you know, I would have never dreamed to live alone in in New York. And that was a part of my codependency thing. Because when I think about it, it's like growing up, right? Grew up super poor. My mom was only ever able to afford like a one bedroom or a studio. So a lot of my growing up, I was either sharing a room with my brother or my brother and my mom. I never had my own room until literally senior year of college where I still shared an apartment. It was like on campus um, housing and I had my own room. So literally my own slice. But then after that, you know, I still I had my first apartment in Long Island City, which um, obviously I still had my own room, but, you know, sharing it with people. And then same in Brooklyn, I had my own room, but, you know, for seven years sharing with people. And then I moved back home with my mom. Um... Fortunately enough, finally, you know, I had my own room in that because my brother ended up moving out um, and all that. But yeah, it's, you know, I never really was alone. And until I came here, that that hard pill to swallow of solitude where like you're literally in your thoughts, in your feels, you're facing subconscious questions that you didn't even know you had. There's just a lot of these like things that went in my mind like, what do I want to do? Can I sit with myself? What do I want to work on? And it's it's a lot of introspective um, stuff that you have to start hitting. And let me tell you, that shit was scary. Going from partying all the time the first two months here just to like get out of my head to then, you know, in June right after Pride being like, okay, you're going to take like a month or two really to yourself. Like figure it out, buy a switch, play some video games, you know, meditate, read, do any any kind of art, you know, and build a community. And um, yeah, you know, it took it, it took two months of fighting that, and then once I got used to being alone, um, now I love it. <laughs> I am obsessed with it, actually. That like, even with a partner, I think I want two bedrooms to have my own space. I think there's beauty in being alone, and not in a toxic way or like extra extra introverted, but like as an extroverted introvert. There's moments where, like, as humans, we like to socialize and, 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 you know, we are social creatures at the end of the day. It's healthy. Um, But at the same time, you need to recharge your battery. Our brain cannot function all the fucking time. And for me, I really, 
learned, like, I've always been an introvert and I've always forced myself to be really social, especially in my 20s. And I decided, like, no, I'm going to tap into it more. And this is, like, this is the possibility right here, living in a studio, living in L.A. in a new place, not really knowing a lot of people. This is my excuse to dive in my self-love, you know? Um, And there's always more self-love to give. So I'm still on that journey, and I'm forever going to be on that journey, which is, like, actually fucking beautiful. Uh, but through the arts and all that, I decided this that summer with dance and everything to build a community. It's like a playground a lot, and that's been great. I made a, a bunch of friends, right, coming the summer. So now we're going to go into, what, summer, August 2022, living out here. Um, I met Brian. Yeah. Um, obviously, currently, I know some of you guys listening know about, like, the breakup, the break, all that that's happening. And yeah, I don't really have a lot to say on it. Like I had another episode. Um, you know, I had a petty moment. Maybe I'm not the most proud of it. But, you know, I he's the kind of person that when he heals or, you know, he needs time, right? So that means not talking to me for a week, two weeks, a month, whatever. I, you know, that's his very Scorpio energy. As a Libra, I'm very like, yo, let's talk right away, see how we feel. Um, you know, I'll give you space, but like at the same time, I'm all about balance. So I'm like, what I recently told him too was like, I'll give you space, but like, I, it's also not fair to me to like ice me out. We, we need to have like a common ground of you being able to have your space and healing, but also like, you know, I'm the love of your life. Don't shun me out you know but yeah so brian walked into my life via bumble and you know history wrote itself there love the guy i still have love for him and you know we love each other at the end of the day even if we don't work out um that guy has really taught me that i can love again and that i can be loved you know what i mean like I had a lot of toxic relationships in my 20s, right? I had a lot of inner child trauma, and I still do, and I'm, I'm working on it now more than I have ever had. But I've really, you know, a lot of my toxic relationships in my 20s were just because I was dating because it just sounded nice. You know what I mean? Like, I, I look back, and I'm like, on the dates, I'm like, I didn't love them. They didn't love me. A lot of it was just, like, good sex and, like, toxic times and... Dating Brian really just showed me, like, oh, I'm mentally ready to date. Like, I'm not perfect. Do not get me wrong. I mean, I bless him for dating me. I just want to put that out there. Like, literally bless him for dating me because I know I'm not easy. Like, listen, I know he's not easy, but bitch, neither am I. But, yeah, um, (laughs) anything I got out of these nine months with him was that uh, have good skincare and... I'm worthy of love. And I think a lot of us get imposter syndrome where we're like, are they out of our league or whatever? Because it comes from either being bullied, especially, you know, queer people, uh, you know, with our childhood upbringing and backgrounds and all that. But at the end of the day, like, we're all worthy to love. Like, it it really just takes that, like, self-worth talk and that self-love talk being like, hey, I deserve this because of this. You know what I mean? So I want to say thank you, Brian, for showing me that. Yeah, 
And I have no ill will towards him. Like, yeah, last week was really a shock. Like, it was my decision to end it with him. And I know he was really hurt by it. I, you know, it was one of those decisions that... Should I have let it marinate a little bit more? Maybe. 100%, right? But I needed... I just needed a little bit of change that I wasn't getting in that moment. And I needed, I needed, I just needed a little bit more oomph. You know, I needed a little bit more passion. And sometimes his little sensitive ass can like take a little time for that. Um, But I love him and you never know what the future is. You know, I am actually looking forward to reconcile whatever we have. Um, whether it's friendship, dating again, we'll see. But I know we're not going to be out of each other's lives, you know, forever. Like, we are, we vibe so well, you know, that there's going to be something. And I think that's what makes it a little bit easier, you know, when he does need a space to not talk to me. Because, like, as much as I want to just hit him up and show him I love him, like, I know at the end of the day we are going to be good in some kind of sense that, yeah. So yeah, that's August. Um, met him on Lionsgate. Uh, eight eight baby, a perfect fucking day to manifest because eight alone is like the infinity symbol and growth and manifestation. And then on Lionsgate, the eight eight, the channels are so fucking big. But yeah, so then fast forward. Um, you know, I turned thirty one. I traveled a little bit with Brian. Had a really great time. I became a dad, an official dad, because listen, Onyx is still my daughter, but my mom wants to claim that. That's her cat, Onyx and Oreo, so I'm not, like, the full dad, whatever. Granted, Onyx loves me, and I love her, but I was able to go to, uh, shout out to the Burbank Animal Shelter, and I adopted my girls, Sasha and Banks, you know, after my favorite wrestler, Sasha Banks, and as I've seen earlier in this podcast, that their little shits, they have brought me so much joy to my life, including in this breakup. They've been a great support system, just having them trill and purr and like cuddle me at night Ugh, I just animals are so great because they don't know what discrimination racism homophobia any of that is they they just like love you for love and and cuddles and, and they're so in the moment with their emotions and reactions and I feel like a lot of us can be more like animals that you can learn just from them or like from plants you know but yeah I uh another thing I learned about Danny Bryan was that work on my reactivity as a human you know this is something I've been working on for a while and I I mastered it with my mom my brother my friends and and my even myself but with a partner that's a challenge you know uh so that that's been a whole moment and then yeah so I finally got a car when living in LA you know I will say the first six months taking the bus and ubering ubering started getting on my wallet uh the bus wasn't as bad as people say now don't get me wrong the bad part is if you're going really far really west it's going to suck. Transfers. You miss the fucking bus because the other bus is delayed with traffic. You, the next one would be 20 minutes. So then you're going to be late. But when it's a short distance, like say it's from my place to like dance class, if it's every 10 minutes and you're there in 10 minutes, it is perfect. And it's $1.25. So no way on the public transportation out here. But having a car has made my life so fucking easy. And I cannot believe I am a car owner. Um... I don't know, LA, it feels like a fever dream, like coming from New York, being a native there, like having a partner that, you know, just showed me a different side of me, living alone, being a cat dad, having a car, shit's crazy. 
on top of all these highlights, in the summer, right before I, I started dating Brian, I decided to leave Apple. And that was a big decision because, of course, Apple has great benefits, you know, health insurance, all this stuff. But I was there for five and a half years and I just started to fall out of love with it. And some of the management became toxic for me. And I know it's a popular company, right? A lot of people use it and everything. And I, there's no shade to the product or anything. But for me, it's just like working for them. Just, you know, and from fun and shiny to like, meh. And um, I'm an artist. And I moved out here, you know, for manifestation. I manifested fucking living here. I, on my 30th birthday, I, I was in the hills with my friend. And I literally said to myself, before I got on my flight the next day to JFK, I will be here in a year a SAG actor working my ass off. Fast forward, I am here within the year as a SAG actor working my ass off. So I did it. And then, yeah, so, you know, besides obviously the current situation with my, you know, ex slash lover, um, LA has been great. These past few weeks, I had my mom come, my brother come. Um, I went to WrestleMania. WrestleMania was in LA. I was like more of a sign to be here. I finally met Sasha Banks slash Mercedes Monet. That was fucking amazing. Uh, she is an idol of mine and the reason why I get motivated to be a bad bitch. Uh, she commented on my outfit, on my highlighter. She was amazing. I met the legends Trish and Lita that I grew up on. They were my original pop stars. Even before I fell in love with Britney, I fell in love with Trish Stratus. And meeting them and getting a photo, it was just such a surreal weekend. And then on top of that, right after I finally got signed as a TV and film actor, which my whole life it's just been modeling and, and I've got an acting stuff through modeling, but like modeling commercial and like, no, I want to be taken. I want to be taken for like actual art. Like I, I want it. And I'm not saying that's not art, but like I'm here to perform. Like that's my art, you know, like I am fucking excited. Um, and I'm writing my fourth book right now. You know, I, I'm just waiting for the universe to let me know, like, dude, publish it so I'm waiting I'm waiting on that uh and yeah I have some possible music coming out soon I can't give it all away but yeah <laughs> the moral of the story is I also learned that um it's okay to not get blacked out all the time you want to go out you know it's okay to not want to drink all the time like shrooms and we can be your friends and also sobriety can be your friend um, it's okay to go to bed at 10, you know, instead of having to stay up. It's amazing to stay in and take care of yourself and meditate and sleep. You know, it's okay to say no to plans. And I learned a lot of that in this year. It's okay to be vulnerable and open your heart and, and love someone. And it's okay if that love fails and there's a breakup and it hurts. You gave it your all and your best shot. Also, loving yourself is super important, you know. Know that you're worthy of that love. Know that you are important. Take your time in solitude, like even if you have a partner, like take that moment because at the end of the day, you die alone. You die with yourself. Um, enjoy the sun, you know, don't don't stress as much because, you know, there are people dying daily and this world is fucking scary. So enjoy your life. And for me, that's what LA sums up in this year. I've been blessed. I'm so thankful that, you know, everything has lined up. Like I, I still have a mission. I still got more to do here. But you know, within the year of therapy and stuff, I just, I feel like I have a better grip on who Antonio is, who I want to be in the future, what I deserve, what I bring to the table as a human and as an artist. But yeah, um, until next time, I'll have a few more episodes coming out soon. I love you all. Thanks for listening to me just ramble, but it's been a fucking wild time. And you guys listening and following me, thank you so much because... 
my friends and, you know, my, my virtual friends, you all have been on the ride with me um, through thick and thin. So, yeah, here's to us. Ciao. Talk to you later on Nana Tings.